Good morning. Jesus Christ is risen. My friends, it is scheduled to reopen to visitors and worshipers in December of 2024, which is a little over five years since that fateful day when the entire world watched in horror and disbelief as the Cathedral of Paris, Notre Dame, was ravaged by a massive fire. Some of us might still remember how heartbreaking it was to see the damage inflicted on such an put out. A big cross on the sanctuary was discovered standing amid a scene of total devastation, intact and victorious. That cross reminded me of a beautiful song sung by my old, don't judge me, the refrain today. It goes like this. Let beauty come out of ashes. Let beauty come out of ashes. And when I pray to God, all I ask is, can beauty come out of ashes? My friends, if you and I ever at some point in life, wonder, can beauty and goodness come out of the ashes of disappointments and devastations? Then Easter is God's answer to all of us. Yes, absolutely yes. And his son Jesus is the proof. But for us to better appreciate that statement, we need to go back to the beginning of Christ's ministry and to see how eventually all expectations about Him shattered to pieces and all the hopes and dreams about Him crashed, burned, and turned into ashes. But first... Remember how the history of God's chosen people, the Israelites, was always defined by oppressions, by the different superpowers of the day. The Egyptians, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Persians, the Greeks, and then finally the Romans. Amid such a heavy yoke of slavery, there is a long, a deep longing for a Savior to come and set them free. Then, around the year 28 AD, that is the 15th year of Caesar Tiberius as the Roman Emperor, a man entered the scene, a man unlike anyone that the people had seen and considered. Not only was he a remarkable preacher, drawing a great crowd of followers. 
But this man, Jesus, was able to perform miracles to accompany his words. He drove out demons. He healed the sick. And he even raised the dead. He spoke with such authority. And he never once shied away from those people of higher powers and influences. It has been over 100 years since the day the general Pompey conquered Jerusalem. It has been over 100 years since the Israelites were put under the yoke of oppression by the Roman empires. These people were ready to believe that this man, Jesus, was the long-awaited Messiah who would come to lead them on a revolution to overthrow the empire. If he could command the storms and the evil spirits to obey, then getting rid of the Romans should be a cakewalk. Or so they thought. Even his 12 disciples, his intimate friends, were not any better. They all had their agendas. The brighter Jesus was shining, the higher their hopes. James and John wanted a place of honor and glory. Peter, every so often, reminded his master that we have given up everything to follow you. In other words, he was asking, not very subtly, what's in it for me? Mind you, these men spend days in and days out with our Lord. And yet so caught up they were in their own agendas that they failed to understand our Lord's prediction of his suffering. Then it all went to hell in a handbasket, didn't it? It all went to hell when the so-called Messiah was arrested in the night. He was interrogated, slapped, and spat upon. Worse, he was dragged before the Roman governor, the Roman prefect Pontius Pilate for judgment, and he said nothing to defend himself. Where was that Jesus who was so vocal in speaking out against oppression and injustice? Why was he so pathetic before the governor? Could they have been wrong about him all along? And if they were, they might as well free Barabbas, a thief, a murderer, a revolutionary. As for this loser, let him die. And they let him die a shameful death. Jesus died humiliated, abandoned, naked, utterly, utterly powerless and without a shred of dignity. Yes, he died. And so did all the hopes and dreams about him. Nothing was left except charred and burned 
ashes. My friends, the sentiment that the people around our Lord was feeling, I don't think is at all foreign to any of us. Who hasn't experienced the sting of disappointment and hopelessness? Who hasn't felt the profound pain of broken dreams and unfulfilled expectations? Perhaps some of us sitting here in church this morning might have even gone through the terrible experience of seeing their world and everything that they held dear shattered to pieces. If so, let me tell you about a little island off the northeast shores of Scotland. It's called Lamhorn. It was a place where 550 Italian prisons of World War II were kept. When these prisoners were liberated, they left behind something remarkable. They left behind a tiny little chapel that they built with their own hands, with whatever they could find. Scraps of wood, tin cans from their own rationed food. They built a church. Why? Maybe we can venture a guess. Maybe back home in normal times, these people did not frequent the church very much. But now in imprisonment, this tiny little church became a sign, a sign of God and everything that God came to mean to them. Hope, deliverance, a power, a power that is above them and within them, a power that is greater than any struggles that they may face. My friends, you all look so wonderful in your Easter attires, but only you and the good Lord knows the problems that you may be facing on a daily basis. Maybe for some of you, all you could see right now around you are broken dreams and burnt ashes. Let's not forget. Let's not forget that even from the ashes, God brought out beauty and goodness when he raised his son from the dead. The glory of the resurrection points to a sign Point us to a sign of God and everything that God comes to mean to us. The glory of the resurrection reminds us, reaffirms the fact that from the ashes of suffering, pain, and death, God brought about hope and deliverance. It reminds us of a power above us and within us, a power that is greater than any of the problems that we may be facing. And so I pray 
that this celebration sparks a new hope in all of us. Maybe we are asking God in our prayers, can beauty and goodness come out of the ashes of disappointment? Then be assured that in His Son, Jesus, God will answer us without any hesitation. Yes, absent from the dead is the proof. Happy Easter.